Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Day Beautiful podcast feed. My name is Adam. I am the founder of Day Beautiful, the website and podcast where you can discover debut authors. If you like what you hear here, check out Day Beautiful on daybeautiful.net and on all social media at Day Beautiful. And welcome to yet another First Taste reading series where I invite an author to read five minutes from their work to kickstart your week off with great literature and put you in a really good mood. Today's guest is a writer and civil servant living in upstate New York. His stories have appeared in American Short Fiction, Split Lip Magazine, Wig Leaf, and elsewhere. His debut novel, Brother and Sister Enter Forest, is out now. Please welcome Richard Mirabella. Hey, Richard. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me. Of course. Um, I read your book. I mean, at this point, it feels like a, a lifetime ago. We were, mm-hmm. I mean, before we were recording, we just talked about how long 2023 has been already. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, tell readers about Brother and Sister Enter the Forest. I feel if I try to describe it, I don't think I'm ever describing exactly what the book's about because there's so much going on and but tell readers about the book yeah it's kind of hard to talk about it because mm. of the timelines there's a, there are a few stories happening at the same time but mm-hmm. in general it's about siblings uh justin and willa um they've always had kind of a contentious um but loving relationship um at the beginning of the book justin is coming back into his sister's life after an estrangement mm-hmm. And he is a very troubled person. Um, And so she kind of is struggling in the present um, to deal with him um, coming into her very ordered life. And then in another timeline, uh, the other timeline is about their teen years and Justin uh, sort of leaving home, uh, falling into the hands of a, a violent um older boyfriend Mm -hmm. um, which causes a lot of problems for him and uh, the rest of his family um, that echoes into their future i think that's the general gist of it but there's a lot going on (laughs) yeah exactly and like i think a lot of the best well there's there's two types of books i really love before we happen here reading it's like the plotless just vibe books and then there's Mm -hmm. the one that is doing a lot, not necessarily with plot, but just a lot of time, a lot of characters, a lot of jumping around. And and yours, yours definitely like captures this like entire world and like you know a book, which is hard to do. Um, uh, what you. will you be? Yeah, of course. What will you be reading for us today? So I think I'm going to read uh, a short section where it's the present, and Justin is visiting his mother for the first time in mm-hmm. six years. Um, So yeah, I'll read that. Awesome. We'll take it away. He walked a long way from where the bus left him on a busy road with a supermarket and a Walmart. He stopped into a gas station to ask directions. The man behind the counter didn't know where Meadow Lane was, but Justin asked a woman who was pumping gas, and she pointed at the road in the direction he'd been walking. She had a black dot in the white of her right eye. It was large enough he saw it from where he stood by the trunk of her car. Keep going that way, she said, not far. The heat of the day intensified. After a half mile, he turned onto Meadow Lane, a gravel road with two apartment houses. 
dust billowed around him. There had been no rain for two weeks. Once he stopped walking, sweat raced out of him, dribbling down his back and into his underwear. His clothes were soggy and his mouth glued shut. Wild children, wild from summer and dirt covered, surrounded him. Are you homeless? A little girl asked. Yes, he said. Go away, one of the boys said. I have a gun. You do? Our dad does, the girl said. Shut up! Her brother shoved her so hard. The girl stumbled to her left but managed to keep from falling. She removed a mirror-faced phone from her pocket and snapped a picture of Justin. I'm going to show this to him right now. She ran off with her proof and her brothers followed, turning to sneer at him once before they disappeared into the house. He took the paper out of his pocket, the right house, but no apartment number. Did his mother live with these children? Around the back, he found another door and peered into the small window at a staircase. Instead of knocking, he opened it and went up the stairs. His mother opened the door after the first knock as if she'd heard the ruckus outside and ex expected him. She'd lost weight and had let her hair go gray. When she saw him at first, she closed the door, the door partway. What do you want, she said. She not recognize him? Or did she recognize him and not want him to be there? She held the door wide open and sized him up as if she saw something in the rest of him, something aside from his face that told her who he was. Mom, it's Justin. I know that, she said but he could tell she hadn't. Come in. He entered the apartment and she hugged him for longer than he'd anticipated. She cleared her throat and stepped away from him, her hand lingering on his arm. Sunlight settled on her simple furniture, the kind of place he felt comfortable in. A clean apartment that never truly got clean because it was too old. After a while, there was only so much you could do. The smell of old dust, linoleum, glue, mice, all of it permanent. It must drive her crazy. But he lived in similar, similar places. She'd been a meticulous housekeeper during his childhood. Didn't like to leave a single glass or fork in the sink. Sit at the table, you're soaked with sweat. She placed a frosty glass of water in front of him. He took two gulps and the cold dribbled through his body into his empty stomach. He put a cold hand on his forehead. I forgot to eat, he said. I didn't expect to see you, Grace said. Does Willa know you're here? He saw himself through her eyes, a feeling he'd had many times as a kid. Whatever he was, he wasn't her son. Not only that, he was like someone who'd come to fix something in her apartment, someone she'd tolerate until whatever broken thing was fixed. No, not here. Has she seen you? I'm staying with her, he told her. I guess I shouldn't be surprised she didn't tell me. I wish I could say you look good, but you don't. You look terrible. Just terrible. I know. Being near her frightened him. He wanted her to be kind, to go easy on him. But her coldness invaded him. She wanted him to be hurt. She turned away and filled a teapot and scraped it onto a coil on the stovetop. Do you need money? No. Why are you here after six years without a call to see how I am? I always ask, he said. 
I ask Willa. She doesn't mention you. I ask, he said again. The muscles in his chest tightened. Grace didn't face him and smile. When she'd hugged him, it had meant nothing, an automatic gesture. A weeping fit attacked him and he inhaled a bit of saliva, covered his face with his hands and his body shuddered in the squeaky chair as he coughed and sobbed. His voice strained. He wanted to swallow it the way he'd seen other men try to hide their tears. He'd witnessed this when he lived in a house with four other men, all recovering addicts, men with frightened faces, with scars, desperately trying to hold on to their masks. He lifted his head and took a napkin from the holder next to him. I know why you'd stay away, his mother said. You could never take responsibility for anything. You're old enough now to learn from your mistakes and become a better person. Do you think of yourself, how you were, the kind of boy you were? You never wanted our help. I think about it. She drew closer to the table and he saw a real feeling in her eyes, pity. He turned to the window. You didn't have to be so desperate to defy me, she said. You could have been a normal boy, but you tried so hard not to be. I don't want to talk about that. I didn't come here for that. I'll stop there, I guess. <laughs> Thank you so much for reading. Um, sure. I, I, I've been thinking a lot, you know, in the days coming up to us chatting, you know, we were emailing just about scheduling, but I was also just thinking about the book, the title of the book. Obviously, A Brother and Sister is very, is the central part of the book. And what fascinates me about literature right now, or what I like about literature is when they explore like, sibling relationships i think there's a lot and there's a lot of coming of age romance type of you know books people are like dealing with difficult relationships but why focus on a brother and sister instead of some other dynamic like why did the story need to be told this way sure um i love sibling stories and mm -hmm. i think what draws me to them and what made me want to write this is the idea of a shared history mm -hmm. that also doesn't necessarily intersect um two people who lived in the same place with the same people um but had very different experiences uh, mm -hmm. of that history um and of course will is a witness to her brother um to his growing up and but her relationship with her mother is very different from justin's relationship with his mother um, so i just think it creates a lot of interesting conflict uh for people yeah uh, i'm just fascinated by by it by brothers and sisters especially yeah are you from a do you like do you have siblings i have a brother an older brother mm -hmm. that's it yeah uh, what i'm curious so my i have an, one older sister only and she was four school grades older than me mm. um what's like the relationship with your brother how far apart we're not far apart at all. We're only mm. 18 months wow, apart. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. we're extraordinarily different from sure. each other. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, think... I love that. I think, um, yeah, I think that's expressed a little bit in this book, how different two people can be. Yeah. I was going to ask, like, did, what what did you draw from? Not necessarily, like, obviously plot, but just, like, the, the emotion, I feel like, between the two, I, I connected a lot with of your characters. Yeah. I mean, I think it's uh, a lot of emotion arises from just you 
feeling like you're stuck a little bit with this person or you have a responsibility that comes with genetics a little Mm -hmm. bit and you don't necessarily, I mean, you don't have to, but there's such a strong uh, connection to the other person. It's very hard to just let them go. Yeah. And I think sort of that those cycles of uh, estrangement and coming back together and then estrangement again, uh, is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Can't let him go forever. You know, he keeps coming back. Yeah. And like, what about the structure of the novel? How did you land on that? Because that is, I would say probably one of the standout features of when I was reading the book, I was like, Oh, he's, you're doing interesting things with, with structure, but not only time, but just everything else that plays into it. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, that came a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wrote in a more linear fashion for a while and, you know, it was going to start when mm-hmm. they're younger and then just move forward. And I just didn't like it. Um, mm-hmm. It didn't feel interesting to me. And then I started thinking about like collage and, and like the idea of just shattering the whole thing and then reorganizing it um, in a way that felt interesting to me in sections that felt emotionally connected or um, Mm -hmm. relevant to each other. And that was just more interesting. It was harder Mm. um, to do, but I, it felt right. You know, I didn't have a a real plan for this book. So a lot of it was really just off the cuff and trying things. And, um, and this was just another experiment. I'll try this, you know, and then it just felt like, oh yeah, this is what this book should be. Thank you so much to Richard for joining the First Taste reading series to read from Brother and Sister Enter Force. It's out now by Catapult. You can follow him on the internet at richardmirabellawriter.com and on Twitter and Instagram at rpmirabella. You can find Day Beautiful at daybeautiful.net and follow us on all social media at daybeautiful. As always, I'm Adam. This is Day Beautiful. And you're all beautiful. Beautiful.